0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
1: like uh like after this little, this hiatus we've taken, this is going to be probably a big episode right here. I feel the rejuvenated. Biggest. I feel like we're, we're kind of uh, to the point where yeah. we were just sapped of our strength there at the end of that run. Something had to give. Yeah. S- several things did give. Uh, I, yeah. You're you're drinking tea instead of whiskey across from me right now. So, yeah, that's out of the ordinary. I've been I feel like life has changed in the past few weeks. Nate, I'm feeling great. I've been sober for like two weeks and change. Oh, wow. I haven't had a drop of liquor. Yeah, I got really drunk yesterday and spent the whole morning hungover today. No one yeah. likes a braggart. Okay. And you're mm. just making me itchy and anxious, yeah. uh-huh. you know. Was, uh, How was it? What did you drink? It was great. I was just. Doing rounds of uh, yeah. grapefruit yeah. high noons and for net shots. It's a, uh, a, a, a way you're, to live, man. That's a real fuck you to me who can't drink at all. Yeah. And you're just like, that's you're good. shitty. You fucking grape high noons? No, grapefruit. Not grapefruit, grape yeah. I don't oh. know if they have grape ones. Those if would probably have, be good. I'd probably like the grape You know the, the brothers orange. would be into them if they had grape ones. We can't help if it's we good like idea. good flavored stuff, you yeah, know? I understand it. It's it just, might be an idea. part of it. I don't think they're aiming any of those hard seltzers at the uh, urban communities yet. Yeah, do we know if Nehi even get has some, a hard some, seltzer? Some great pop ones, some orange pop ones. It's fucking, that could take off. How It can't be that expensive to get Wildwood in the seltzer Yeah, bed. we could get one that just tastes like uh, Corona with half the neck poured out and then some grenadine yeah. uh, added to it. That's <laughs> a popular I would, I would one. That would be a top seller for sure. That's a good one. Uh... What is this? It's baby oil and blow. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, an action shoot 'em up palooza. Fill your pants. It's time fill to Fill your pants with what? <laughs> hey man, it's twenty twenty two. Whatever okay, you're into, sure. man. You know, I'm one half of your host. I diarrhea am... most days. I'm diarrhea most Jones. Days is diarrhea. With me? Oh no, shit. I'm Matt. O. Mm-hmm. with me as always. He is the diarrhea Jones. To my kill face. He is. Nay, no hoi, hoi, murder. No killface. Killface. What are these The DC Comics characters? Yeah, like all, uh, yep. Suicide Squad. It's from uh, the fifty-two, fifty-four. It sounds really cool. Fifty-eight. The new fifty-two. What are they on now? I think they're past that now. Song I think game. they've rebirthed a crisis. Did they? Anyways, sounds oh, uh, painful. Got some some bad news from. Uh, Tom Rock today, as it turns out. What well, uh, that is? One of, the, one of the greats is is hanging up his boots, as it turns out. What? Uh, one of the greatest ben ever... fired him? Baby oil up his uh, bald head. Uh, Bruce Willis has announced that he's got some sort of dementia, and he's got to retire from acting, as it turns out. Well, that makes Some sort sense. of disease where you stop being able to communicate verbally or something. Oh. It sounds pretty terrible, but... He's looked pretty far away for a while yeah, now. Yeah, he's got those far away eyes for sure, yeah. but I don't know who's going to fill the void of all those straight-to-video action movies He's, he's really been he's really in the last couple... Yeah, apparently he's uh, got a serious degenerative brain disease. That's and, uh, a sad uh, story. Pour some out for... Fucking John McLean, I guess is what we're I doing. I vow to start drinking again tomorrow night in honor of him. I he'll be happy to hear that. But yeah. um, all sad here at Baby Oil and Bloat here that we're never going to, the dream's dead now. We're never going to get yeah. uh, The Last Boy Scout 2. I've been. I've been waiting oh. for decades now. It's just yeah. it's never going to happen, man. I'm, I'm finally coming to grips with it, I think. Maybe Damon Wayans will make it with his son, Damon Wayans Jr. Oh, maybe he'll make it with Rumor Willis and uh, Damon Wayans Jr. It could be a next generation, the last Boy Scout. Which one of them looks like look. more of a man? L- L- Rumor or Tallulah? I think, think Rumor is the one with the chin. But, I think they're uh, all also, sexy I was now. not aware that a Tallulah existed. Yeah, um, there's one of them's pretty attractive and then the other one's was... not very attractive but shows her tits a lot because she's aware uh-huh. that she's not attractive oh, okay. so she's like hey i'm, I'm walking around new york with my nipple out yeah that's got to be tolula probably It's a great bit from the movie cool runnings too. tolula what kind of a two dollar horse oh, that's yeah. my mother's name that's my mother's name <laughs> good shit shanka you dead man no man it's a good movie yeah. uh uh, John Candy's still dead. Maybe we could watch that one if we do like an inspirational sports movie month or something. Get yeah, some cool just to change it up. Yeah, Maybe the next Olympics that rolls around. some hot bobsledding action going on. The Olympics are every year now, they're, thanks to oh, COVID. Oh, wow, that's probably not a good idea. I it's, think they're every year. Even every four years, they were boring. Yeah. No. They, no, they're not every year. They're, they're going to alternate. They're going to burn it out it. like the X Games. I hope not. See what they did is they started alternating the summer and the winter, so you mm-hmm. get some kind of Olympics every two years now mm. instead of just like a whole shebang. oh, that's what long shebang every mm-hmm. four years it's. It is some sort of money-making scheme. I'm sure they got geeks over there crunching the numbers. I thought COVID screwed up the years they had it, but then I forgot that, that they did. That could have happened f- too, man. That it's four COVID years. COVID screwed up a lot of shit. It did. Sometimes you can't even get like a fish sandwich yeah. at the McDonald's. They're like, sorry, I know it's Lent, but uh, supply chain issues. I went. All our frozen fish patties are on a boat from China. I went to a business in Cook County, Illinois today. Oh. And I had oh, my yeah. mask on, sure. and I was like, oh. We don't have to do that here anymore. Oh, thank goodness. That's, Illinois finally caught up yeah. with the uh, rest of the civilized world and ripped off the masks. Yeah. Fucking, what are, you, what are you thinking over there? Folks are vaccinated or they're not. Your kids are traumatized at this point. Yeah, we need to see their smiles. I like, I like that we never. Is that what it is? Have not had like a mask mandate in Indiana No. <laughs> it's beyond like yeah. the first two weeks of COVID or whatever, but there's still a sign going into my neighborhood like unmask yeah. the children, it's we'll like, see their smiles. The children have been unmasked, man. Like uh, yeah, they, they, they were never really masked. What, no. what, what, are you, what are you still protesting at this point? Yeah, take the sign down. Put up put up a Trump 2024 sign. It's time if your it's children time to start putting them up. are masked. That's because you're paying for them to go to a private school, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you're probably paying uh, for them to go there to get that? away from hill rods like you with that sign. They're just so. gonna brainwash them with all of their liberalism at these private schools. I bet. Yeah. I bet that's what's happening over there. Yeah. I man, speaking of religion and uh-huh. brainwashing and everything sure, else, yeah. I watched that uh, Prince of Egypt animated film. Last night? Okay, I'm not familiar with it's from '98. Right now, yeah, I past say, our this, wheelhouse. This does not sound like something. It's Val Kilmer it's voicing uh, the voice of Moses. <laughs> And it's the the great tale of Wait, is it Moses. Like pre uh, cancer jaw, Al Kilmer. Oh, is he is he, is he drooling oh, yeah. into a rag? No, no. It's a, it's an <laughs> over animated feature. So I know. Oh, can, over can you hear yeah, the drool? Yeah, yeah. No, you can't. He's it's ninety eight. Yeah, so drool hit the mic. He's still somewhat relevant. It was uh the DreamWorks. it has got to be somewhere around when the Saint came out. Yeah, Relevant is a bit of an understatement. Yeah. Uh, this That's was Pete Kilmer, my man. This was uh Fox's big. Attempted of being a Disney animation studio. They hired like all the musical folks that worked on the land and all those Moses. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But right, it was fucking Spielberg, break Rupert Murdoch and his Jew crew, and they were like, "Hey, let's tell this amazing Jew story." Not interested. And Maria's like, "You went to Catholic school, like you're not familiar with this movie." I didn't have the heart to tell her like, Uh "That's a Jew movie." Yeah. (laughs) Like Mel Gibson and I, was I did say, not get see Mel that. Gibson on some yeah. FaceTime over there and yeah. set her straight. Yeah, Moses liberating the Jews. You know, Matt, we've taken a couple weeks off, uh-huh. but uh, it is technically still uh, March, so uh, we, we are we we canceled a couple shows. We had couple to. movies that we advertised. We're not going to be talking about. But nope. It is still our big event. Beware the sci fides of March, at least for one more day. I didn't wear them on the, the last day, no, and they, they didn't. They took what me down. There? Scarlet fever swept through your uh, oh. estate over there. Is, is, is that what's, what happened over at your place? Shit, man! I ended up with bronchitis. Pff, couldn't fucking live. Uh, that was, that was like eight-year-olds got bronchitis. Adults can get bronchitis. Turns out I've never heard of that. I couldn't. It was bad. It's fucking weird. But uh, we we persevere. <laughs> we uh, travel through. We still got some lingering coughs over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll we'll edit these out. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Huh? One more movie we're talking about here. Let's get into yeah. the rundown of our final unadvertised. Really, I threw it up. On yeah, Instagram. you're welcome. Maybe you guys saw it, but our our final and second uh, sci-fi movie of the month. Uh, the rundown this week is brought to us by uh, WrestleMania 38. It's oh, fuck yeah. WrestleMania weekend. Uh, how are you what, celebrating? Uh, well, that's, by a, it's up to you. What night f- you coming over? Firing up the Peacock Network. You, you coming you over for both it? nights? Yeah. I'll you off? Probably, probably. Working? Uh, what do you got? Well, I definitely am going to be working during all that. Both so nights? what's going to happen is... Probably you're Saturday gonna be, and you're gonna probably bring like a laptop into my uh, bar. I'm not so against we can, that. So we can watch uh, WrestleMania. Yeah. I got right there at the bar. Right iPad there. Pros. Oh. I got two of oh, them. Oh wow. Yeah. Two. Nobody has two. Yeah, ones. I got two now, of them. Now I know that you're just yanking my chain. I got two of them, so uh, we can put one at each end of the bar. Yeah. You don't have to miss a minute that's of the action. Perfect. Stone Cold Steve Austin comes back. Yeah. Crush some cans over my. Now that's Saturday night's main event. Bar bad. all sticky. What uh? What? What are you looking forward to the most uh, out of the two nights? I, I think uh, the return. I think uh, that Shane McMahon returning and unscheduled in that match against oh, is that what it Seth is? Rollins. Ooh, <laughs> it's gonna I hope. Yeah, it's, oh, that'd be great. It's gonna be a banger, man. Base Either switch. way, it only happens once a year, like the Olympics. Race, WrestleMania. It's, it's a big event. Whoa, whoa. The rundown is of 1987's "The Hidden." This is a film with a brief. Runtime of ninety-seven minutes. It's oh, not asking yeah. too much about this movie right here. Budget, I don't know, but I got very specific numbers on what it brought in. Domestically, this thing made $9,747,988. That's a hit. Internationally, it made two hundred and forty-five dollars. So worldwide, well, that brings it to nine million seven hundred and forty-eight, two hundred and thirty-three dollars, as it turns out. Which, oh yeah. Yeah, so I'm calling it a hit, man. That's a it's, it's worldwide phenomenon the hit yeah. was in 1987. Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it was pros. just hidden worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. 73% they got this sad This is a That's well-reviewed movie, but I think they only got like three or four reviews on it. Audience is at 72%, just, uh, just 1% right. under there. So, I don't know, maybe a little bit heady for mainstream people, this one. You've really got to... Be a film aficionado to fully get it, yeah. it sounds like looking at those numbers. Yeah. Some idiots out there. These oh, fucking these fucking morons. These fucking idiots. Matt, this is this is directed by a guy named uh Jack Shoulder. Did he uh shoulder the majority yeah, of the he sh- work for he sh- this? He shouldered the uh weight of uh the production for mm. sure. Uh he did it because he's he's a veteran. This is a guy who made uh Weirdly gay Nightmare on Elm Street 2 Freddy's Revenge. Slashy. uh, He made Alone in the Dark a very underrated uh, weird escaped mental patient slasher. Uh, Also, he made a little something I know you're a big fan of, and that that is. is... Fox's 1996 made-for-TV uh, movie uh, about the X-Men spin-off Generation X. Oh, you're you a big fan of that <laughs> Generation X movie Fox put out back in 1996, right? That guy, that, that tell, is that the one that, that, that. had the guy with that? the chamber or the chest on fire? Oh yeah, chamber. His a, name was a Chamber. Big character in Generation okay. X. Okay, sure, yeah. Oh man, his, his powers blew Good out his, a big hole in his chest. Guy was missing a jaw, like Val. Kilmer, man. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, he was the Val was Kilmer of superheroes. Val Kilmer X-Man. <laughs> Did he sound like cool. Val Kilmer cool. in the show? I don't think he could talk on oh, kind account of. Oh, yeah. He was just drooling into a rag for oh, most God. of the show. Was what was going uh, hey, have you watched? Mm, watched, you, that, watched what? The, the Val documentary? No, I have not seen the Val on the documentary, but it, it sounds like something I could fire up soon. I gotta watch Once that. Once I get done with that uh, David Spade movie I'm watching, oh, man. Father of the Year. You might not want to end that. Fire up. I just might watch that one twice, yeah. actually. I've been on a real happy Madison kick over the last week. I just saw like, it on just going there. Through yeah. all them. Just a lot of the uh, ones I've missed that Sandman has a producer credit on, yeah. but I uh, didn't start. You revisited... Uh, uh, I did that's my boy. That's My Boy, which oh, yeah. is a favorite great. A favorite of ours. It was uh, my second watch, I, I had to make sure that it was as magical as I remember. I was going to say, are you learning anything through these? Or it's like, you still like the formula? Just, uh, Maybe something was a little better, better than you thought? Works, man. Just yeah. like, uh, you know, fucking down on his luck character. Yeah. Warms some people's hearts. There you go. And they make a big speech at the end that yeah. saves the day in some sort of... Public setting. Roll credits. As one of Sandman's idiot friends is in it. Yeah, you're going to right. see it. it a yeah. Big inspirational speech with several asides yeah. to be like, oh, but this weirdo over here, though, yeah. he knows what I'm talking about. Now, Back into the inspirational talking. Now, what do it you? Works, man. where do you stand on his one buddy that was incredibly attractive but said uh, the F word and the N word like repeatedly in public? And they were like, bro, you can't talk yeah. like that. And he's like, no, it's not a big deal. Bring, it, bring him back. I think he's done his time. Yeah, Thank you. Fucking, okay. uh, we can have Mel Gibson in movies yeah. again. We can bring that guy yeah, back. We're on the have been place. missing him. Uh, yeah. they, they brought back Schneider yeah. after he was gone for a little bit. You just yeah. got to cool off for a little bit. That's and then you can come back. It's, world's bro. ready. Stars of this film, Matt. Number one, uh, a guy named Kyle McLaughlin is in this film yeah. as Lloyd Gallagher, who is an FBI Agent! Uh, Kyle McLaughlin, you remember from being a Heineken drinking pussy boy. uh, Jeffrey Beaumont in uh, Blue Velvet. Uh, I imagine, I don't know this for sure, but I I imagine uh, this seems like it would be one of your wife's favorite. Uh, He played the father of Sky in... Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, is that what you're now going to say? No, I was going go. He was corrupt industrialist Cliff Vander Cave in the Flintstones movie from the uh, mid-90s. Oh. <laughs> you're watching that over at your wife's uh, family's house a That's lot? That's a good I think... That Flintstones movie? She might have been more of a Viva Rock Vegas kind of gal. What is this? The superior Flintstone movie, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, he had meth pool sex with Jesse Spano and Showgirls, very mm. memorably. He flashed mm. some cheek in that scene. I remember it looking pretty good. Mm. He's the fucking dumb pie-and-coffee weirdo from fucking Twin Peaks. It's people like that show, yeah, from, from what, what I gather. It a lot. It's got about like half of an intriguing season, yeah. and then, then after that, just like, well, this is clearly going nowhere. Dan Smart, be sure to write Nate Adams at babyoilandblow.com and let him know every reason why he's wrong. Michael Nouri is in this film as Tom Beck, a cop. Uh, this was, he was the dude in Flashdance. like was uh, yeah. a chick movie, but there was a dude in it, and he was the dude. He was the, the lead character, Nick, in the 1988 TV movie, Nick and the Dobermans. That's a pretty cool uh, title. Can't find a plot synopsis of that anywhere on the internet. So Nick and a bunch of dogs. dogs. Uh, Speaking of Captain America, this guy was Lieutenant Colonel Lewis on the shitty nineteen ninety Captain America movie. Oh, Captain America's friends or something? I don't know. I saw that. Also, I uh, got very fond memories of him playing Dr. Neil Roberts, the father of Seth Cohen's longtime crush, Summer Roberts, on 19 episodes of The OC. That's where cue the OC theme song right now. Th- yeah, hair, hair, great. Not no so we opened for them in the you early know 2000s. That's right. That's yeah. so fucking cool. Yeah. Was Summer Roberts there? Yes. Oh, okay. oh now I'm jealous. Yeah. Still got a crush on that girl. She's she's looking good these days. My wife knew. That's a MILF uh, action going on there. Whatever from that show Wasso? as well. Oh, mm-hmm. she, she's like I had to go through his credits. I was like he was in a bunch of episodes of the OC. She's like I watched a lot of that. Matt, get ready, get ready for the party horn right here. Oh shit! Uh, Ed O. Ross is in this film as Cliff Willis. Another cap. We He's saw this cap. guy a uh, small role as Mendez in Lethal Weapon. <gasps> small role as stringer in action Jackson. He's Ooh. now a triple crown winner. Also, That's official. Quite a quite a career apart from his baby and Blow appearances. This guy was itchy in the Dick Tracy movie. That was like, the same guy? You like talking about the Dick Tracy bad guys right there. Wow. Itchy. This guy played Max Kale in Season 4, Episode 1 of Walker, Texas Ranger, Blown Apart, Ooh! where a man that Walker and others helped put into prison has escaped. He is determined to kill those responsible for his imprisonment, with Walker being the last one on his list. Oh, no. Also, he was Terry in Season 5, Episode 9 of Fraser, Perspectives <gasps> on Christmas, where while receiving massages for their holiday stress, each member of the Crane family relates the story of the last few days with subtle differences based on their own perspectives. That's some Kurosawa shit right there. It's a pretty good one. Also, he was Detective Blake on Season 7, Episode 1 of Seinfeld, The Engagement, Oh, where while sitting in the coffee shop, George and Jerry resolve to grow up and take life more seriously... Jerry decides to call the woman he recently broke up with because she shushed him. For his part, George has been thinking a lot about his former girlfriend, Susan. After imagining the ideal life they have have together, he goes to her apartment and proposes. She accepts, and George almost immediately begins to have second thoughts, especially after Jerry breaks up with his his girlfriend a second time. Oh, Jesus. Elaine, meanwhile, is having trouble with the neighbor's barking dog and enlists the help of two professionals to get rid of the problem. They're not professionals. Kramer and Newman! I know. (laughs) No... These no. guys. Tell me, tell me that's not. Uh, uh. It's a pretty wild one. Richard Brooks is in this film, Matt. Sure is. As the hilariously named cop Sanchez. Yeah. I say hilarious because he's a black guy. Yeah, how many they, black guys named Sanchez have you ever met in your life? I think we've so seen at least name. two other cop movies with black dudes named Sanchez. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a weird thing. They did that in the 70s and the 80s to be like, hey, he's black or Hispanic. You see, don't really we don't really understand how ethnics work. We celebrate different folks. This guy played a lot of cool named characters. He played the character Lemonade in Teen Wolf. That's a pretty cool name. He played name. the character Rhino in the horror movie Shocker. Ooh. We saw him as Wellman in The Substitute, as it turns out. Oh! He was also the bad guy Judah Earl in The Crow's City of Angels. Ooh, yeah. which we haven't covered yet. Not yet, not yet. He was Jubal Early in Objects in Space, the best episode of Firefly. Oh, that was Jubal Early? That's right, yeah. No way! Also, he was Agent Marcus Danner in Season 5, Episode 14 of Renegade. Yeah. Top ten with a bullet. Yeah. In this one, Reno tries to arrange for the peaceful surrender of a counterculture fugitive charged with murdering a professor during the 1960s. Man. Renegade was so cool. quite the career cool. right there. Renegade. We could do a Renegade podcast probably. probably. should. Yeah. People would... There's there's interest in that. Yeah. Oh, much higher ratings than this shit. Yeah. I, one yeah. would have to think. Matt, Claudia Christian is in this Ooh. film as Brenda Lee Van Buren... A stripper hell yeah we saw her as susan riley in maniac cop 2
0: uh-oh
1: uh she played a famous supermodel in a horrible comedy that helped push me through puberty called hexed i remember her doing some very Hext, inspiring huh? nudity in that when oh i was about 11 12 years old uh she was apparently commander susan ivanova in babylon 5 sure Any was, nerds yeah. out there uh, know what the fuck that is maybe no uh, idea but uh, most importantly to me, I think she was... They got uh, Krylons. Is that what Krylons come yeah, from? Yeah, I think so. The Krylons are in Babylon 5. Mm-hmm. We, right. we We could ask uh, dorks. her little son, though, because she was uh, Bill Havercheck's hot mom who starts banging Biff Tan in the gym coach and <laughs> Freaks and Geeks. <laughs> How about it? Also, tell me if you remember this one. She played the character Mrs. Logan in Season 6, Episode 21 of Castle, Law and Border... Uh, that's the one where a promising one? professional skateboarder is killed by a motorcyclist. Oh no! So castle and Beckett dive into the world of extreme sports to investigate the murder. Uh, <laughs> you picture Castle on a BMX bike, my? That's. Uh, it's it's got to be some funny stuff. It's got to be wild, to say oh, the it's least. Gotta be your Castle. It's got to be hard. Castle. Legendary character actor Clue Gulager is in this film as Lieutenant Ed Flynn, a cop. A He's a living legend here. He was Bert in Returning the Living Dead. He was Abilene in The Last Picture Show. He was Mr. Walsh in Freddy's Revenge. Mm. Most recently, he played the guy who ran like the bookstore that uh, she goes to to buy a book in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Huh. Uh, TV actor who's been in episodes of things such as Bonanza. The Mod Squad, Wow, Manix. Kung Fu, and Kung Fu the Legendary. I was turns. just going to say, which one? McCloud. That's impressive. Barnaby Jones, Hawaii Five-O. Barnaby Jones. Chips and Airwolf in the same year. Magnum P.I., Murder, She Wrote, Walker, Texas Ranger, and Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. Wow. What a career. Wow. What a career. Also, his uh, goofy, dumb son won that season of Project Greenlight and made Feast. Oh, that was his kid? Yeah, that was his kid. Ugh. John Gulliger, I think his name was, if I remember correctly. Feast. No. What? One, one last little mention. Was that uh, that movie he made when he won? Yeah, that's right. He made... And also, I think there was a Feast 2 after that, if I'm not mistaken. There was a... Oh, yeah. Second Feast. Uh, was it any good? Did you see the first I one? I saw the first one. It was not very good. Did Never he make any other movies? I wouldn't assume so, man. Oh. No, Did he kill himself? <laughs> he should have. Possibly. He probably I mean, should have. It's, it's coming. It's certainly coming okay. if he hasn't. Well, that's good. Danny Trejo makes a small yes, he does. Uh, appearance in this film as prisoner. Uh, this guy, he was uh, also a prisoner in Maniac Cop, two. We yep. saw him. We saw him as Trejo in Heat, of course. What? We saw him as Razor Charlie in From Dust Till Dawn. No. We saw him as Johnny 23 in Con Air. No way. Uh, also, he was Chulo on Season 3, Episode 9 of Baywatch, Ooh. Masquerade, where after the disappearance of a wealthy honeymoon couple in the waters around Baywatch, Mitch and Stephanie pose as wealthy honeymooners on a yacht to lure and capture, this is work that lifeguards are doing? Mm-hmm. Alleged pirates in the area, but they get so consumed with their role playing that it makes them unprepared with Mm. the pirates, led by the local dock owner, board their boat with the intent to kill them for their wealth, while CJ and a seasick garner Mm. circle the coast in their scarab motorboat looking for Mitch and Stephanie. That all happened in one hour of television? This is pretty Mm. action-packed. What a coincidence, because Masquerade is also your favorite song from the hit. Andrew Lloyd Webber musical, The Phantom of the yeah, Opera. Yeah, I know all about musicals. Yep. Fucking big not Absolutely. Of those. Mm-hmm, for sure. Always saying that. Also, he's uh, in the underrated John Voight and Eric Roberts canon uh, film, Runaway Train, which I watched for the oh, first time yeah. last year. That fucking movie run kicks Runaway Train, awesome. Runaway Tagline of this movie, Matt. Train. It's yeah. only human on the outside. <gasps> dot, dot, dot. That... What, what, what is it on the inside, then? That's very intriguing. That's spooky. <laughs> Maybe we'll figure it out with this plot synopsis. <clears throat> okay. When average law-abiding citizens suddenly turn to a life of hedonistic behavior and violent crime, Detective Tom Beck is tasked with helping young FBI agent Lloyd Gallagher yeah. determine the cause in this tense sci-fi thriller. Yeah, man. Real yeah. House. Yeah. My bullet points is the next segment of the podcast. This is when we go through our notes and we talk about all the things that stood out to us as we were watching the movie. You're getting very gassy, much like the uh, alien of the film yeah. is was uh, halfway through. I'm hoping that uh, yeah. tentacles don't start ripping out of your forearms here. You have to tape those up and get back to the podcast. It's going to be all right. Why don't you give us what your first bullet point was as you were watching The Hidden? Emma Glacklin sure got some nice billing. Oh, wow. Is, uh, what Would he get, like, the and credit? No, uh, also, very first. Uh, is just, uh, bigger than everything Kyle else. Kyle McLaughlin is the hidden. It was just grainy security footage, and then half of the screen oh, yeah, in big right. neon green letters. Kyle McLaughlin. It's, it's an interesting little uh, way to do the opening credits, just watching some black and white security footage yeah. of, like, nothing much happening in a bank. Mm-mm. And then once all the credits are done... Boom, some guy in a trench coat pulls out a shoddy and just starts blowing people the fuck away. Just lighting up the bank. And he just looks at the security camera all weird and grins and then fucking shoots up the security camera. Shoots that too. Imagine if that was in 3D, that'd be very scary. Oh, man. Great way to open a movie. An IMAX 3D. Smash cut. We're outside. It's broad daylight. Sure You're is. running away from the bank just blasting people with a shotgun. Yeah. Jumps in a sweet Ferrari and peels out while heavy metal music just blasts over the soundtrack. Cool fucking Instantly music. you know, this movie's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. They cut right to the chase. They're they're not going to leave you hanging. Literally cut into the chase. Cut into the chase, yeah, because we got a fucking car chase right off. He's ramping over steep hills, scraping up the Ferrari, heavy metals blasting, road workers like carrying panes of glass. They're They're Driving the car through panes of glass mm. that are getting walked across streets. That's a great... That should happen in every movie. You never he, see that in movies anymore. Before it even hits them, he drives through a park and runs over a guy in a wheelchair. Oh, <laughs> fucking just a head on. <laughs> hits a guy in a wheelchair He goes flying like 30 feet in air. That's so it's great. one of the best things that's ever happened in a movie. <laughs> fucking phenomenal. Uh, also, I, I noted here, this uh, all this shit, all this this Chase shit is actually happening in Los Angeles. Like... Movie set in Los Angeles is actually filmed in Los Angeles. You don't yeah. see that shit anymore. No. now with those California taxes out there. Exactly. The fucking libtards got going on. People can't afford to shoot in L.A. anymore. It's kind of uh, refreshing to see the actual city going on right here. If you ask me, Jack Shoulder and Quentin Tarantino were the last two with the balls enough That's to right. do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is the size of the balls on those motherfuckers. It's legendary. So either way, the uh, car chase after just a bunch of awesome shit happens. Eventually, yeah. just he gets led straight into a police blockade. Right, uh, where we meet for the first time our hero of the film, Tom Beck. Tom Beck. He's got a shotgun too. All his friends got shotguns. They, they got all the street got blocked off. It's not very with fair. All their cop cars. There's nowhere for <laughs> this fucking. Maniac behind the wheel of his Ferrari go. No. So he, what are you going to do? He just hits the gas and charges him. He them. does the right thing. These guys shoot him with shotguns like a thousand times. Yeah. But, you know, he just full speed, 100 miles an hour, slams into these cop cars. Mm-hmm. People are flying everywhere. Cars are flying everywhere. He stumbles out of his wrecked car eventually. They're fucking blasting him up. They're lighting him up with all these bullets. The guy's laughing. Carries in explodes. There's flames everywhere. This is like four minutes into the movie. All this shit has yeah. happened. This is this is fucking awesome. This We've is barely one of the best started. openings to a movie you're ever gonna see in your life, man. It's it's a way to get attention. It's, it's a way to get my attention. Yeah, as, as a 40 year old man watching this movie in 2022, I'll tell you that much. It's like. Ugh. They don't make them like this anymore, is yeah. what I was saying to myself, is what I was saying to nobody sitting next to me. Was just, I was looking over. I said like it. there was somebody there. Was and just, then it hit my wife because she wasn't listening. Yeah. Um, mm. Women will do that, won't they? That's well, why, why, why you have more to hit them, than that. them you know? See, every once in a while. Every once in a while. Back at the station mm-hmm. after all this shit, some old cops are talking about cop stuff there's some senator who's gonna run for president mm-hmm. who's coming to town, and you're like, oh, okay, so probably this senator is gonna be a big part of this movie. So we're setting up some plot points here. Also, yeah. we learn the FBI is here. And it's Kyle McLaughlin, and he's it like, sure hey, is. I came to team up with Tom Beck because you know I've been chasing this guy yeah. in the Ferrari for even though we just watched him explode. I don't know why they'd have to keep chasing him. This yeah, just seems weird. <laughs> Story's over. We caught him. He's been exploded and shot with like a hundred bullets. Guys, case gone. closed. Yeah, nothing to worry Guys, about. Nothing to worry about at all. But uh, either way. Couple of cops busting balls. This is where we meet some of our main characters. They're talking about the one guy's wife being a fat whore. It's fun stuff. It's fun cop stuff that's yeah. going on right here. It's a little bit of setup for some story. Always insinuate that you had sex with the other guy. Yeah, guy's you, gotta, wife. you gotta, That's never you not. You gotta let me. him know that you're probably having sex with. His that's wife some and that's not enjoying little... it because she's so ugly. Right. It's important to throw. Just that a in little there workplace humor. <laughs> <to> put that. <laughs> To workplace, you need to lighten the mood every once in a while. Tell your co-workers you're fucking their wives. Thank you. It's fun. It Thank you. It helps pass the time. been saying it for years. They all need to hear it. Meanwhile, at the hospital, the guy who's been all burnt up and exploded and kind of just uh, looks like Deadpool, looks yeah. like Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, mm-hmm. he comes out of a coma, fucking walks over to the guy in the bed next to him, mm-hmm. coughs up a gigantic, disgusting alien slug out of his mouth. I do not shooters coming. It's pretty fucking cool goopy special effects shit yeah. giant alien slug this thing comes out of his mouth climbs into the other guy's mouth we got some sort of parasitic fucking body jumping alien is what we got going on here matt no was, wonder kyle mclaughlin's been chasing him for so long it was like a it, super space slug with right. spider Kinda legs like those those sliver slugs a little mm, bit bigger much Night bigger, of the creeps slugs yeah. oh, that shit going on pretty big very slimy very gross loved it loved all this shit uh, meanwhile, at a record store, our newly uh, escaped from the hospital alien in an old man body, just, Miller. Uh, he's in the body of Miller. Body of, of Miller now. Yeah, he, he just goes to a record store and uh, just beats the record store owner to death with a slapjack. Is yeah, what happens here. Pretty funny. Yeah. He robs the uh, uh, the register there and finds a pistola in there. This mm-hmm. guy's. This guy's living the life, just like jumping from body to body, causing mass chaos, beating people to death with their own slap jocks, and just robbing anything that he wants, anywhere he goes. Steals a ghetto blaster Mm -hmm. on the way out the door as well. Yeah, Uh, not before a woman comes in and sees what's happening, screams though. Uh, Later on, we see her talking to the cops, and uh, she's giving him some description of this guy Miller, and Mm -hmm. uh, we, we get to see the little police sketch, and I gotta say, it's very poor. It's a very poor police sketch, Matt. It's, it's not great. It looked like that leprechaun drawing from that uh, news thing that got circulated years ago. Y'all seen before. a leprechaun say, yeah. yeah. I was saying, yeah, when I was looking at this police sketching. Yeah. Either this guy's a very untalented police artist, or she was just doing a very poor job explaining what Miller looked like. I want to say the sketch artist at the police department uh-huh. was Leon, the oh. dope head that worked oh, for wow. Cy Tolliver. Oh, that would be a nice little connection there if uh, that guy was getting work all the way back then. It, I it didn't, makes sense to me. It could it could work. I didn't look it up, but I was fairly certain. <laughs> we don't got time to look things no. up, man.
0: No. This is, this, no. this is,
1: we're freewheeling gents. This right. is what's going on? I'm gonna be doing homework. No, give me a break. Can't pay me. Uh, next scene, like uh, John Beck and. Gallagher, Liam Gallagher, what's his name? Noel or uh, I I uh Lloyd. Lloyd Gallagher. Is the, he's like giving him the rundown. He's like, we're dealing with the serial criminal who's changing identities all the time. You don't know. Uh, I know. It, it, I it all know. Sounds pretty ridiculous, but we learn that uh, it was Leon Gallagher. Also has a sweet Ferrari that he drives around in. He's got a Porsche. Like a oh, he's got a Porsche. Yeah. Either I thought he was driving a Ferrari to try and uh Attract the uh, the the Ferrari loving uh, alien cop, but uh, whatever. No, he, he's got a he sweet car that he drives around fast. He says that he stole it. To which mm-hmm. Beck is like, "I don't know. He must be joking." He's FBI a guys can't just be no stealing yeah. Porsches right in. Levels. Yeah, this seems weird to me. This is where I wrote immediately mm. after watching that scene. Yeah, Gallagher, one of them? Question mark. See, I didn't really pick up on it this early on because uh, I kind of just. Think Kyle McLaughlin comes off as a weird alien in oh, every fucking movie yeah. I've ever seen him in. So at that's this point, why it's like classic Kyle McLaughlin character right here. That's why, why I some, put that like, question mark. He always seems like some weird like virgin in all yeah. of his uh, <laughs> movie yeah. roles. He's, he's, even when he's like fucking Jesse Spano in a pool, you're like, right. Well, your dick's nowhere near her holes. He clearly uh, don't know how any of this works. Yeah, he's, that's I think He might have been playing a weird alien in that movie. That's fair. It, it mm. Could have been the same guy. Well, what's happening with our alien now that he's uh, stole a boombox and beat a man today? Miller? Yeah. What are going to be doing? He's jamming at a diner with this ghetto blaster, a steak, and a Colorado Kool-Aid. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Guy just brings a boombox into a diner, blasts heavy metal, and eats a steak dinner. Nobody's got the balls to tell him to stop doing no. because he looks like such a weirdo. Yeah. This is the dream, man. This guy's living the dream. I could go for a diner steak right now. I'll tell you what. I when's the last time you've had a diner steak? Just a shitty diner steak. It's been a while, but yeah. if you go pick up my wife, she'll go with you because she said the same thing watching this That scene. sounds tremendous. So yeah. A little, little shitty steak date. That's she doubled happen. down. She wants the A1, though, for her shitty steak. Are you an A1 guy? Oh, no. I'm not going to be smothering my steak in any of that stuff. never done that A1. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll probably got to eat it with ketchup like Trump, man. That's, that's how, you how you fucking do this shit. But so we'll take, the three of us will take a little trip out to the old stomping grounds mm. around the clock, get a little mm. steak eggs sounds perfect it'll be good uh he he does turn his music off for a second though because he's intrigued by the tv where mm. he learns that there's a senator who's about to announce his run for president right. coming into town and he's like oh this fucking very interesting to me as an alien uh maybe i'll keep this in mind in case this becomes a plot point later on in yeah. the movie this this senator guy right here the thing's like oh no i got the farts can't do anything about it now. Fucking dude just starts burping and farting, <laughs> just ripping big ones, everybody in this diner. They, they thought they were horrified by the uh, boombox. No. He clears the place no. out once he starts his farting. <laughs> it was the farts. <laughs> and he sees a Ferrari outside. Yeah. It's established this guy loves fucking Ferraris. Yeah. So he's like, all right, I've done enough farting in here. I'm going to go gonna, chase after this Ferrari on run foot. Run after it. This guy, I don't know who this actor is, but it should be noted he jumps from character to character throughout this movie. This guy's the MVP of the movie. Whoever fucking this this old fucking Miller guy is, this guy's yeah. tremendous is just a weird fucking burping, farting old man alien. William Boyette, William Boyette died died back in two thousand four. MVP of the film. Yeah. Rest in peace. Wait, oh, he was a uh, in Turner and Hooch.
2: Yeah, uh, this is
1: very impressive. He was a. Uh... Whatever that means. He was a uh, government guy in Rocketeer. He mm. was a Sergeant Sacker in One of Stranger Calls. Mm-hmm, yeah, Very good. storied career. He was None in Theodore Rex Rocketeer. with Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, yes. You remember that oh, one? Yeah, we talked about we it. We talked recently, about it. it yeah, sure. we it's... loved to. He was in Girls Love in Prison mm-hmm. and Newsies. Add that one to my watch list. You mm-hmm. need to yeah. check out Girls in Prison later. Absolutely you do uh so eventually he chases this ferrari on foot to the car dealership where we learn that some fucking coked up is like doing a test drive of this thing. yeah and he just he goes up to the guy in the dealer and he just keeps saying i want this car i want, I want this, this car. car it's kind of his version of i come in peace i think a little bit a There's little one. bit structurally this is uh very similar to very. the last sci-fi movie we did mm-hmm. i come in peace we got like a a Fed and a cop teaming up to take mm-hmm. on some sort of alien threat going on. Yeah. Set in fucking modern day. It's uh, similar movies, as it turns out. I didn't I really was, think about that. I was saying the same thing. Up. Pretty similar uh dealers like hey man i'm selling it to this coked up yuppie get out of here you weirdo i got a big fucking security guard right here he's gonna yeah. escort you off the premises fucking those weirdos all the time trying to touch her ferraris in the meantime uh, peace out loser we're gonna go do cocaine Which and sign too. this paperwork <laughs> just love the idea of fucking just being so down with your car dealer that you guys Hell just yeah. blow fucking rails of coke together as you're signing up contracts oh yeah that's that's the dream right there. Is what's going on. You want to get that wallet open. A lot of people doing some capital L I V I N in this movie. Oh so yeah, but there's just some 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 living going on in here. In the now, makes me nostalgic for better times. Is what's going on. We weren't all yeah, stuck yeah. in our cell phones. We were out there just ripping it oh, up. Oh yeah, I hate cell phones. Thank Man, you. I'm gonna do mm. what I'm doing is I'm doing a break from all social media this week. Is, is what I'm doing. It's gonna be a nice little treat. But for did me, you tell people? Right yep. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't count if you don't no, I've tell. Got everybody. a bunch of posts already scheduled. They're okay, be dropping every six hours throughout the next couple Del- of days, yeah. telling people that I'm on a break from social okay. media. Okay, so. that's going to be bad. Yeah, that's going to be. Yeah, I think people are. I'm going to get a lot of pats on the back yeah. from people. I think yeah. once uh, this stuff starts going in. Brave so. soldier. I mean, I'll check it like in the morning to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. You got to take a break every once in a while. So you got whatever. to. And I want the car. I need the keys. The guy busts in on them doing coke. Yeah, he's got the security guy just dead. He pulls out his pistol and blows all these fucking dudes away. Yep. Drives off with the Ferrari. Just yeah. Living that fucking like Grand Theft Auto lifestyle mm-hmm. he's doing right here. It's just like a his life is just one of those horrible video games yeah. where you rape and murder a twelve year olds. Like he's at least like a four star wanted status right yeah, here for sure. Uh, the very important uh, plot point coming up here. Mm-hmm. We learn that he's got a wallet that he stole full of business cards, and he's like, "What's this?" Anchor Imports. Mm-hmm. I better drive over to Anchor Imports where very important things that have huge repercussions for the rest of the film are going to happen. So what happens here? I was hoping he was going to go to the harem room first. Yeah, I saw that harem room yeah. business card and I was like, why wait, are we going wait, to the hair? This sounds much more there. intriguing than yeah. fucking Anchor Imports. I don't know. That's all right. Meanwhile, McLaughlin's still driving around like an insane person. He's telling Tom Beck that, like, this, this guy killed his partner. So he got yeah. a dead partner in the past. He's haunted. He's a man on a mission. Uh, Beck's not getting what's going on. He's like, "What are you talking no. about? This is like multiple people. Like, this is a different person now. You, know, you, you can't be the same guy." You fucking watch that guy explode and whatnot. Clearly, he doesn't get what's happening. He's an idiot. Meanwhile, at Anchor Imports, yeah. our alien uh, goes into whatever this. Weird little fucking office is. Uh, he's looking for titties. Yeah. Because like, he got rejected on the street. Cat called some women on the street by giving yeah. him finger guns. And they were like, hey, buzz off, creep. Yeah. And he's like, hmm. And he found these cars. Anchor Imports is yeah. where whores go. Yeah. Turns out, no, they just have a record player. And we've established right. that this man loves heavy metal music. Right. What starts playing but some Folksy. lame fucking country bullshit. Yeah. He rips his record player out of the wall and smashes it on the ground this is what he's he's gotta do here. Yeah. Aliens only listen to metal. That's right. If it's not hard rock, get the fuck out. The strain of uh ripping this thing is it gives him the farts again, Matt, yeah, is does. what happens. He starts burping and farting again. This is when the alien tentacles start ripping out of his forearms. Blech. He's got to get some like packing tape. Luckily, yeah. They were at an import store, so there's a lot of packing tape around. He's got to like tape up his arms so the alien Just tentacles don't there. rip out. Which is a thing that never really happens again in this movie. And yeah, don't he really took know care of it. Why it's happening right here? It's it's strange. Um, and that's all that happens at Anchor Imports. Nothing else goes on there. You think this is like the director's? You like sure? Cousins? Uh, what about business that, or something? He kicks that door open. What's he find behind the door after he kicks the door open? There's just a pile of rifles behind that oh, one yeah, this door. Is, this is true, he does get all a whole bag of guns right there, yeah. which is cool. That's that's, that's yeah. later on you gotta. But it's clearly yeah comes in handy that he has a whole fucking arsenal. right Somebody, now. somebody's friends with the director Speak, and owns that building. Speaking there's, of, there's no other point. Speaking of arsenals there. though, a flamethrower, man, we're mm. back at the fucking police station where fucking oh boy, the black cop Sanchez is. Showing off a flamethrower that one of his one of his partners pulled off of a homeboy in the streets. Yep. Apparently gang members in L.A. were flamethrowing things in the fucking early 90s is what was happening. Uh, so I wrote, uh, we better see something get flamethrowed in this movie. If they introduce the concept of a flamethrower in a weird 20-second scene and then nothing gets flamethrowed later on? Gonna need more. We're gonna be pretty mad about this. Gonna need more. Uh, What we need to do is establish more of a bond between these two new partners, uh, Beck and uh, Gallagher. So what we got to do is we got to do the lethal weapon dinner scene where uh, the the new guy in town comes over and has dinner with the family man. Also, I would just like to point out because I saw on the police bulletin board Mm -hmm. when Beck initially asks Gallagher to come over for dinner. I noticed that it was up there. Uh, It's National Pizza Week. Oh, all week? I knew there was a national pizza day, but it's a lot of carbs. I don't know. Apparently in L.A. in 87. Very exciting. Very exciting. It was a national pizza week. It's weird that we don't see any pizza throughout the rest of this. I mean, it seemed like there'd be people eating pizza all over the place. You would think. I wrote, sweet, he's going over to have a lethal weapon dinner. Mm-hmm. I really hope that... Uh, Old Tom Beck has a sexy teenage daughter, so that there's gonna be some weird like uh, tension between her and a creep fucking Kyle McLaughlin. But and lucky for you, turns out no, he's just Wait. got a just a young little daughter, oh. he's a, just a little fucking six year old or something. Mm. <laughs> seven-year-old. I, I don't know. You can't judge kids' ages. Borderline handicapped. He's definitely way pre-puberty, this uh, borderline handicapped little yeah. girl. He's also got like a hot wife with short yeah. uh, 90s mom hair going on right, right here. Pretty while sweet the, life. While the daughter's dressed up in colonial times. Yeah, that's right. Sleepwear. You got you. That's, that's how you go to bed when you're a little girl. McLaughlin, uh, <coughs> this is where I, I noticed for the first time, like, uh, yeah. oh, he's walking around the house all weird, staring at stuff like a yeah. creep. I think he's even weirder than normal Kyle McLaughlin characters. Yeah. I think this guy's an alien, too, as well, it turns out, is, is what's happening here. Especially when you catch him, like, just staring at himself in the mirror and touching right. his face all weird. I was like, this guy's jumping Touches from body eyeball. to body like a slug, too. This fucking crazy. I can't believe it. We got a suburban commando, alien versus alien, bounty hunter across the galaxy shit happening right here. Yeah, We're- afraid so, friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, real weird when he just walks into the little girl's bedroom and stand mm-hmm. there and stares at everybody and they're like kind of weird that you're standing in our tiny daughter's bedroom right now Kyle mclaughlin but they're like guess we'll try to normalize whatever, it." whatever yeah go downstairs and uh we'll have some dinner i guess and uh oh man this 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 dinner conversation mm-hmm. is really awkward the wife's yeah. trying to talk to this fucking creepy alien he does not relate to humans, which is strange because up until this point, him and fucking Tom Beck have just been having normal conversations back and forth, Right now all of a sudden this guy's like stiff and awkward and can't form a fucking sentence. I guess it's just because he's not been around Poontang in a long time. Poontang, yeah. Chasing this guy across the galaxy. First time around some Poontang. He's eyeballing that little girl weird. I don't like it. Asking them like if they're attached to her and stuff, and they're like... Tom Beck's like, yeah, it's her fucking daughter, man. What are you yeah. talking about? And I'm like, is he going to kidnap this little girl? And this is going to become a weird little girl gets kidnapped by alien Kyle McLaughlin movie. Goes out of his way to let them know their daughter, she's something yeah. special. Yeah, <laughs> she, She's not, though. She's she's just a dumb little girl. Yeah, she, I thought. She doesn't do anything special the whole movie. She's just a dumb little girl. I thought she was, like, special in, like, the oh, short oh, bus way. Yeah, so uh, Kyle McLaughlin, not a normal human man, as it no. turns out. That's uh-uh. what this whole thing... Uh, he says he's from Rusolok. <clears throat> <laughs> Sounds like a, a planet, a space alien would be from that. Does to me it right too. There. It's all on the fucking table. But he does also explain. You it. know what, what else is on the table? Uh, the strippers at the r- harem room dancing on tables. A yeah. lot of is going on. Next scene, our fucking alien. He's fucking uh, he's, he's done smashing records at import shops. He's going to go to the harem room, that strip club, because he's still got on a poon to. hunt is what's going Hell on. Hell yeah. Claudia Christian, we meet her for the first time. She's on stage doing some fucking stripping. She's feeling it. She's fucking got like a no bra under like a sheer Mm -hmm. tank top thing going on. She's Mm -hmm. got some like long butt thong going on. Sure does. Like a lot lot of money. Like, their thongs made out of money. <clears throat> Looked like. Yeah. Waitresses all got classic, high-cut, long-butt thongs oh, going yeah. on throughout this place. Seems like a nice place. Did you see the sweet... That's what I was thinking to myself. The sweet dickle shirt on that bartender, the fat oh, yeah, bartender. yeah, It's a, a good shirt he's wearing. Mm-hmm. I was like, seems like a nice place, except that our alien friend is sitting at the bar <coughs> there uh, having a drink, just next to his gigantic sack of guns. Yeah. And I was like... What sort of strip club doesn't make you check your gigantic sack no. of machine guns before you go inside of it? That one Maybe strip, this isn't a nice place. That one strip club got so mad at us that you didn't have sleeves on your sweet oh, NWO yeah. shirt. Trying to be classy. Yeah. You, you weren't classy. Your strippers were in bathing suits. Yeah. And drugged out of their and minds. Bit my face. Also, <laughs> oh, you got your face bit. This <laughs> is... That was, a, that was a long night. You Did know. you get yours? Somebody got their face bit. It was, it was all weird. It, was, uh, it wasn't Dave. No. He, <laughs> he no. wouldn't have survived that. No. He was not have experience. In the, luckily, he was in the bathroom. Mm, yeah. Um. Uh We'd still be taking him to counseling. Uh, just before it looks like Claudia Christian's about to take that top off, Yeah. Uh, he starts burping and farting again, and she catches wind of it and is like staring at him all mm. weird. And I'm like, oh, is this going to be one of those dumb strip club scenes where nobody gets their tits out in the fucking strip club? Looking and, like. Damn it. Fucking cutaway. <laughs> we don't see the end of the strip tease. No, no. no tits in the strip club scene. No. What's the point of having a strip club scene movie? Come on. Yeah, it's man, a, come a little on. upsetting. My next bullet point is: Why is Kyle McLaughlin sleeping at Beck's house? Because he got emotional and fucked up yeah. at dinner. He gets a call that the Ferrari's been found outside of a strip club. So yeah. he's like, "Hey, Kyle McLaughlin, wake up! Here's some Alka-Seltzer because I guess he got drunk from the one beer he drank yeah. at the fucking dinner. Yeah. What a weird dinner! He's an alien. You can't invite your new partner it. over and he's can't talk all of a sudden. He's, yeah eyeballing your daughter, dropping references like he's going to kidnap her, then right. he gets drunk from one beer. What a disaster. Yeah. Never inviting that guy over fucking again. <sighs> that li- li- lily pussy from yeah. Twin Peaks. Heineken. Oh, there you go. Um. So anyways, next, we're back at the harem house, and uh, we've established there's very lack security at the strip club because mm-hmm. old alien guy is able to just walk backstage and into Claudia Christian's dressing room. Right. She's like, uh, hey, get out of here, you weirdo. Yeah, Fucking show's over. You can't be in here. And he's like, uh, <coughs> don't worry. I'm not here to do anything weird. I just want to puke up a giant alien slug right. out of my mouth and have it squirm into your mouth so now yeah. that you're going to be, uh, under the thrall of a parasitic alien puppet. Mm-hmm. Puppeteer, rather. So... Yeah. For the next chunk of the movie, the alien's a stripper, which is pretty sweet. It's a really, pretty good deal for us. I liked Miller. He was a great actor. He was. he was. really selling that whole alien taking over his body thing. But, you know, next scene, Claudia Christian's leaving the strip club in a dress that's totally backless. And you can see her sweet alien butt. So yeah. I'm like, upgrade. Look at that butt. Right. Nice. Some scummy street guys start hitting on her. Yeah. she's a hot stripper, and he's like, Hey, man, you like cars? I got a nice car. Why don't I you come see my car? Cool Lamborghini. Yeah, he's coat. got a Lamborghini coat, and I was like, Sorry, this alien's into Ferraris. uh not going to be impressed by your Lambo, man. Right. But it turns out the next thing, he doesn't even have a Lambo. He's no. just driving some shitbox. It's just some shitty old yeah. Cadillac. Works, though, because he's fucking the alien in his cars. Yeah. What, I, you don't see it happen, but you're he, hearing it happen. He thinks he is. Definitely, but. Then he starts going from fucking noises to screaming noises. And I think what happens here is the alien fucks him to death inside of his yeah. shitty car is what happens. Yes. Yeah. As far as I can tell. Uh he gets fucked to death by an alien stripper. I'm just I'm just saying name of my bio. We know we know that alien inside. And it made it Deep through inside. the mouth hole. Mm-hmm. I'm saying could it have bit off his, his Johnson could with the other squirm hole? Squirm all the way through the digestive tract to the point where it somehow gets in the vaginal cavity and yeah. then, uh, bites off his Johnson. I think through the. From other what hole. I know about lady it's science, that's one possible. tube that goes the mouth. to stomach, oh, yeah, it's a straight vagina, shot. right? It's a straight fucking shot, yeah. man, for okay. sure. It's everything comes out of it: right. poop, pee. It's, it's it's like a cloaca down yeah. there. Is what they got going on? I think that's yeah. the technical term for it. I knew it. Uh, she throws his corpse out <laughs> yeah. onto the the, the cold uh, concrete, and then was uh, just like, hey, wait a second. Looking in the mirror, I notice I'm a hot alien stripper now. I'm going to just start feeling up my tits for a while. That's what Miller was after the whole time <laughs> anyways. Yeah, 100%. So, I think it's just watch Claudia Christian feel up her tits for a little bit. It's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, so, fucking, she peels out in her new shitbox car, just driving like a maniac, mm-hmm. so... Of course, a couple of beat cops out on the beat are just like, who's driving around crazy in the shitbox? We got to pull this fucking alien over. Uh, Doesn't work out well, though. She pulls Mm -hmm. out one of those gigantic guns that came from the imports uh, office and just starts starts blasting them, man. Sure does. sort of like super shotgun. She blasts up their whole fucking prowler with it. It's like a tactical shotgun. These guys guys don't do well. Um, Yeah. Chase ends, uh, our our cops hear it over the radio, uh, fucking uh, Mm. back in Gallagher. And they're like, oh, shit, a Ferrari? Fucking uh, some sort of super shotgun? We got to get there. This has got to be our guy is what's going to happen.
2: That's the thing. That's what we're after. Another
1: car chase, some pretty sweet chasing going on. They're Mm. shooting at each other back and forth while they're driving. Eventually, the car chase ends at a classic fucking action movie location, a mannequin warehouse where there's just a bunch of mannequin parts around everywhere. everywhere. You get that in a lot of different movies, and it's just always a good move, setting a scene in some sort of mannequin warehouse. Those baby mannequins they showed, though, were real creepy. creepy. Very creepy. Made me want to kidnap someone's tiny daughter, as I was looking at those, just. But only if she's something special. She's, this one this one in my mind. Yeah. I'm picturing her as being something special. Oh, nice. So uh, they start blasting stripper aliens taking a, shots in like both shoulders, yeah. bleeding everywhere, but seems pretty unfazed. Mm-hmm. This alien we're learning now can just get shot a bunch of times and not go down. Yeah. As we saw the first time shot and exploded still alive, but now it's official like this thing's unstoppable, yeah. man. How are we going to how are we going to take this alien down, I'm wondering to myself. It takes a lot of bullets. Mm-hmm. The fight of course goes up to the roof eventually because all to. great action movie fights have to end up on the fucking roof. Yeah. Uh Beck gets uh machine gunned and goes flying off the roof, mm-hmm. he's hanging on for dear life. That seems pretty harrowing. Yeah. Gallagher luckily is able to uh, pull him up, though, so he doesn't plummet to his death, is, is what happens. He shoots old Brenda in the back and then yeah, saves life. Beck. And then he pulls out is this when he pulls out his weird little alien doohickey? Points it at the alien, and the alien's like, oh no, it's some sort of fucking space gun. I don't like this thing. It's making me very uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. He unloads that whole magazine in her and then pulls out the space gun. But then Brenda's all like, this isn't over. I'm going to kill you. That's what Claudia Christian's voice sounds like. She's got that raspy, classical raspy, smokes two packs a day fucking thing going on. Pretty cool thing here where she's like, fuck this, I'm out. Goes to a dead sprint, jumps through a neon sign, and then plummets like six stories to to just land on the concrete, just a bloody heap. Yep. Cool shot. Just watching a stunt woman jump through a neon sign. Face first. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Uh, after this they're like oh let's go collect this body and um, Kyle McLaughlin's like mm, this, this, this isn't the end right here yeah. the stripper's dead it's yeah. the end of the stripper but we need to hurry not the end of this guy we're fucking chasing and everyone's like I don't know what you're talking <clears throat> about man you fucking kind of sound like an idiot that dog looks all uh, weird and growls uh, mysteriously, mm. and you're like, mm, I think we're doing a thing bit here. Mm. I think they've gone full thing and put an alien inside of that dog it's right gone here. Gone full thing. things going on? <sighs> Good little line here. I liked when they were carting uh, the stripper away, and the EMT's like, you know, it's none of my business, but uh, there's 13 bullet holes in her yeah. body. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it, man. It is none of your business. Don't worry about why there's 13 bullet holes in your body. Because it really made it tough on me. <laughs> Beck's had enough right here. He's like, I want an explanation, fucking my, my human partner. Yeah. Kyle MacLachlan's like, mm, I don't really have one for you. So then he's like, all right, other cops arrest this FBI agent. Right. And they do, and I'm, I don't think this is how it works. No. What are the charges he's being arrested on right here? I don't, I don't get what's happening. You don't got FBI clearance, bro. He yeah. can't tell you everything. You could you could be off the case yeah. like that. He snaps his fingers, yeah. man. You're off the case is how the FBI works. I've seen the way FBI guys work. You just got to be like, bro, it's you don't like got FBI, clearance. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You don't like, got clearance, yeah, bro. We're, we're, this is We're taking over now. It's, it's my case. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they do arrest him, though. And back at the station, yeah. they're like, oh, we looked into this guy, this supposed Gallagher. Turns out he's not even Gallagher. He's stone. Yeah. Gallagher's dead, as it turns out. Fucking, all this, some weird shit happened out in the woods or something. This guy's been lying to you the whole time. Gallagher died in a forest fire. This is is when it becomes official. This guy's jumping body is just like the bad alien. Mm. He's doing the same shit. He's the same kind of fucking alien. But they've confiscated his his space gun. Yeah. So that's the one thing we've seen that alien be scared of so far. And Mm. now fucking Mm. it's in the evidence room. That's not Mm. good. Mm. Meanwhile, Alien Dog is at his fat owner's house looking at himself in the mirror. It's pretty uh, cool. Fat dude, of course, is getting up for a midnight snack because he's a real fatty. This is what's happening right here. And the dog's like, all right, fuck this shit. Don't want to be a dog anymore. Can't get much done as a dog. Attacks the fucking guy. And you're just like, I was watching this dog attack this fat guy. I was like, Remember an hour ago when we talked about that senator all those times out of nowhere? Yeah. <laughs> and then he's never been mentioned or appeared again? I wonder what was up with that senator thing. Also, is this movie ever going to have a story? Because we're pretty deep in it right now, and it has not developed any sort of story. We're until. chasing an alien. There's yeah. your story. It's all you need. It's all you need. Uh, big interrogation scene here. Uh, Beck's interrogating fucking Kyle McLaughlin, and he's yeah. like, Listen, I'm going to be straight with you. It's an alien. This thing jumps from body to body. I can only kill it when it's outside of the body. Can't kill when it's inside of a body. You gotta let me out of here. We gotta go hunt this alien. It's it's very important. Oh, no. He's like, we don't have to hunt it anymore. Oh, that's right. He's like, he's coming for me now that he knows I'm out fucking on the case. This is going to come straight for me. He said so. Which we do because he's like, also the space weapon is the only thing that can kill it. So at least we got some rules now. Yeah. Like what's going on. Got to kill it outside of the body. Only the space laser can do it. Yep. After this, we get a quick scene out of nowhere where just Beck goes home real quick and makes out with his wife. And then we get a shot of him just like shirtless in the bed. Yeah. Apparently after fucking he her. You looked nice. You yeah, looked nice. I was like, sweet. Throw some shirtless fucking right. Michael Noorie in this movie for no reason. Yeah. Fine with me. Fine with me. Just a little Keep something. Just a little something for the ladies. Wet, and wet the appetite. Back at the, the station there, some fucking old dude who's in charge of the evidence room. is like, what's this? A fucking space laser? I'm gonna fiddle with this thing f- right here we'll and see what's going on. With oh shit, I've exploded a wall. It was a fucking... Space laser. Every, there's an explosion in the police station. Everybody starts freaking out. Like, yeah. not often things explode in the police station. What's going on? People are running everywhere. It's chaos. Meanwhile, aliens here in the body of Fat Guy. Lieutenant Fat Guy. Lieutenant Fat Guy. <laughs> yeah. He finds the fucking space weapon and jocks it. Mm-hmm. Also, he takes like a hand grenade and some machine guns for good measure. Mm-hmm. So, oh, oh he's, he's, he's armed and dangerous again. Every- chaos. Chaos. Everybody thought Lieutenant Fat Guy was going to be off today, mm-hmm. including the one police captain that he's buddies That's with. Right, yeah, and he's like, "What are you doing here?" And fat he's fat like, "I got work to do." Matthew, what are you doing here? And the captain's like, I, "It's the senator's speech today." Mm. Oh, with the senators back? Yeah. very intriguing. He's like, "You know, I'm with the chick from fucking Insidious." <laughs> uh huh. Because because it's, the, it's the, fucking shit. the senator, all the senator shits happening. Some point Beck gets taken hostage during the chaos. Fucking fat guys like, I'm uh, blowing people away. Uh, got, got fucking nugen <laughs> bomber. Whatever Beck. that woman's name <laughs> was. <laughs> He's got a gun to Beck. He's fucking pulling Beck out of there. Yeah. Uh, luckily, black cop and white cop jump the bad guy from behind and put yeah. a bunch of bullets in him. Save the day. Beck gets the future weapon back, which she reaches into that guy's pants pretty quickly and pulls that thing out. He's, he's, he he's right got now. in there real fucking quick. See <laughs> Seems like he's didn't done that before, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Seems like he's going on there. He's like, oh shit, Kyle McLaughlin was telling the truth. This it is an alien. We do gotta shoot him with the space weapon. I better let him out of his cell, give him the super fucking future weapon so he we can get this shit done. Final showdown, I, I wrote with a question mark? Yeah. Are we at the final showdown? Is that, is that what's gonna happen here? I like that... Uh, after uh, Sanchez shoots the lieutenant, mm-hmm. he's like, "I'm gonna go check on his dead body," and Lieutenant yeah immediately gets up and shoots Sanchez right in the dick. Poor Sanchez, I didn't like, like to see like, him go out that way. Just why you point, point sh- the black guy in the big black dick. dick. That's that's come on movie. Yeah, come on, that's racist. Yeah. Also, Kid Cudi hangs dong in that new X movie. It's in the shadows, oh. though. I don't know if we're dealing with like a Dirk Diggler prosthetic. Oh yeah. If not, that guy's like slapping his knee. He's wow. Looking, I think it might be a prosthetic. That thing was Kid, slapping his knee. Coody. Yeah. I really want to see that it's film. Delightful. X. It's a real delightful movie. Everybody, X. Everybody needs to run out and where'd you, give you see it, it at? That theme at the movie theater. You know? Like locally, That's or right, do you yeah. have to go to the Chicago? At the, at the local movie theater. The well, they the got, local got it movie house. House. Of course they did. I can't go to there. Oh God, you're being very difficult here. Once it's streaming. I think they just announced its uh release date on Blu-ray and whatnot this morning. I saw nice. some headlines. I think sometime in sometime in May maybe. I, don't know. I get Batman in April on HBO. I'm the wearing hockey bats. Yeah, I'm not going to no fucking theater for three and a half hours. Oh, it's, it's just three hours. Come on, oh. man. Well in that Sparaging case the Batman. Uh, alien and McLaughlin have some uh, banter about the old days here during the shootout. Yeah, uh, this is when Beck learns that McLaughlin's an alien too. What? what? He's giving him looks He's like you are an alien, truth? and I let you sleep with my wife. <clears throat> what? Uh. Uh-huh. Danny Trejo pops up out of nowhere and mouths off in his jail cell. Yeah, and so he gets smoked fucking he gets real quick. Iced, bro. At this point, I'm like, Phew, fucking. This is chaos. What could uh, ramp up the stakes of this anymore? I don't know, have the alien pull out a fucking bazooka, maybe, yeah. is what's going to happen. Yeah. I don't know where this bazooka comes from, but he, he whips out a fucking bazooka. He had it. Uh, I think it's Beck fucking uh, it's headshots him when, right when he's about Last to second. fucking bazooka everything. So he, like, turns, spins. fucking spins, yeah. and bazookas the end of the hallway instead of bazooka and Beck and McLaughlin. Everything explodes. It's fucking crazy. It is. In the chaos, the alien jumps into our boy Willis's body, White Cop. Yeah. So now he's in white cop's body. He gets away. Huh. You know, he's going to wherever that Senator is, man. We've he's been talking be. about that Senator this whole movie. Yeah. We all know where this is going. So the Senator's back in the movie. Um, and the aliens here, like, uh, come to assassinate essentially this, uh, this Senator is what it seems like. Yeah. At least all the secret service guys. And they're like, uh, this is, this is going to be hard here. Uh, Beck shows up. We get another fucking shootout. There's mm-hmm. all sorts of shit going on. Um, Beck and Stone get there before Wills can get to the senator, and they're like, you got to call Code Red. Yeah. They call Code Red immediately. Code Reds are called. Secret Service on. whisks the senator away to like a walk-in storage closet. Yeah, he's in where some he's sort of clearly kitchen. exposed some behind the kitchen. door. is not, not hard to find him in this no. fucking kitchen. Uh, Beck takes one to the gut during the shootout, so... Yeah. That's a second partner you have let get killed, yeah. Gallagher. Fucking, he gets pretty emotional over does. it. He crouches over his body and experiences Touches some human man emotions is yeah. what it seems like. But Alien eventually shoots his way all the way to the kitchen, finds the yeah. fucking senator. Did you see, notice what was in the kitchen? Uh, no. Hanging from the wall, a la Die Hard? It's like dry aging some prosciutto or something. We had maybe? some titties hanging on the wall oh, in the kitchen. Oh, nice uh, people just hanging up porn in, mm. uh, in the <laughs> workspace. Mm. I always like <laughs> to see that. Oh, shit. I know what this alien's plan is now. He fucking jumps into the fucking senator's body. Oh, now he's gonna no. become president of the United States. Matt, we can't let a it killer happen. Ferrari heavy metal loving alien is president of the United States. Can't have that. You know what? Might be an upgrade if you ask me. Hey now, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Trump and <laughs> alien senator 2024. I'd vote for them over speaking <laughs> Joe. Not that much right now. Huh, so next scene, our fucking President Aliens having a press conference. Yeah. So, getting like, I announce, fucking vote for me and Kodos. Yep. Kyle McLaughlin shows up with the fucking space gun to assassinate the aliens. He's a man apart here. Yeah, but fucking these Secret Service guys aren't going to just let him march into this place and start blowing away a senator who's announcing his candidacy. So, huh, he's... He's got a charge, and he's getting lit up. And you're yeah. like, oh, Kyle McLaughlin also can't be killed by conventional weaponry, much like Keith Richards. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of a lot of squibs going on in this movie. Just people taking shots right and left. He's being slugged down, though. Takes a bunch of shots to the arms and the back, right before he's about to collapse into a heap of just blood bullets. He, uh... He Pulls out into his, his trump bag. card, Matt. Yeah. Pulls out his fucking trump card. What is it? The fucking flamethrower! Chekhov's flamethrower pays off! He starts flame-throwing the fucking senator in front of everybody, and it is fucking awesome. Yeah. And then the senator's charred corpse comes back to life and pukes up the charred space slug. There's still enough of an audience left. They're all like, like, oh, "Oh." the senator was a space slug. McLaughlin pulls out the space laser, blasts away the fucking space slug. It explodes. Bad guy dead. Hallelujah. Fucking... Mm. Movie over, basically is pretty right. much I mean, your world is pretty saved. Much. We're not going to have an alien president back at the hospital. Oh right no! Then, oh no! Beck Beck is still He's not alive, make it. he took a shot to the gut. But yeah, it doesn't seem like it's his hot wife's doing a lot of crying over his hospital bed. Prognosis it negative. Yeah, it does does not look good. Yeah, so, his weird kids there. His weird kids like, uh, oh, dad's going to be okay, right? And yeah. Mom's like, you know about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you'll barely remember him in a few years. Turns out, nope. Yeah, she's the kids are resilient. Uh, we, wait, though. Who's Our in the boy room Gallagher, next door? McLaughlin creeps into his room, and I'm like Gallagher some Stone. Sort of- space uh, fucking uh, magic that's going to be able to help him save his partner, Beck. Hopefully. He's going to bring him back to life right at the end of his, uh, his little uh, fucking before his ticker gives out. Yeah. Hopefully that's what's going to happen here. He doesn't want two of his partners to get killed. Old Beck flatlines as soon as Gallagher walks into the room. That's when I realize something much weirder is about to happen here, Matt. What that is. <laughs> this guy's going to fuck Beck's wife. He's not trying to save him at all. He's just gonna jump in his body and fuck his wife. He, to spend the rest of his life fucking Beck's wife. He breathes his space essence Yeah, it turns out he's not a, a slug. He's got some sort of space angel essence yeah. or something. He just light goes from mouth to mouth. Trades bodies. Uh, huh. So, I, I'd much rather of like thinking that from this point on the wife was gonna have to fuck some gross space slug and not like some space angel light or whatever yeah you know what's going on yeah wife comes back after they hear fucking some chaos because mclaughlin's body's dead on the floor now right she's pumped she's like whoa whoa beck you're alive my husband little girl's not so much she's kind of like something's not right here Mm, i don't like this he does that uh put your hand out and let the dog come to you maneuver. And this is like the last shot of the movie. Just this girl (laughs) fucking very, uh, really creeping up and uh, putting her hand out a little bit and their hands touch and the movie ends. And, uh, that's it. And I wrote, Oh, he's not going to fuck the wife. I think he's going to fuck that daughter, Matt. Whoa. I think that's how that movie ends. He's going to fuck that little girl. He's that's a weird way to end a movie. Taking her back to rock to oh. become a space princess. Oh, Maybe There is a second one. That might be what happens. Is there a hidden two? A hidden two, yeah. So uh, we'll never seen one. the hidden two. I only saw this one once at a music box of horrors okay. when they had to play it on laser disc because there was no other print of it oh, available nice. in the world. Nice to see that it's streaming now. Everybody can yeah. watch the hidden, as it yeah. turns out. And listen to this podcast afterwards. Yeah. Hopefully. About the hidden. About the hidden. But that's the hidden. Fucking, we get another sweet heavy metal song or whatever over the, it's the credits. It's
2: over. And, yeah. It's over. It's over.
1: Podcast isn't over, though. No. We're just going to take a short break. We're going to listen to some coming attractions. What's happening in April, bro? I don't know. We'll fucking figure it out. Not sure. When we come really. back, the hidden will enter Judgment Day.
2: Pictures presents Chuck Norris. Damn fighters call the police. Not me, boss. Nobody call the police. You must be a Ah! (coughs) Maray. The master fighter of our time. Ah! Ah! But not even he could imagine power of the indestructible man he is about to face a creation of science whose only thought is to survive
0: thank you, thank you
2: the unstoppable terror Silent Rage.
0: <laughs>
2: now, Chuck Norris must destroy him.
0: can watch out!
2: In a final battle to the death and beyond, Silent Rage. It's here, G.I. Joe, the action-adventure movie you've been waiting for.
1: Hey, why didn't you just yell, look out?
2: Didn't you read my green sheet? I'm a man of action. G.I. Joe, the most
1: exciting adventure ever. Watch it. How about that Will Smith guy, huh? Everybody's talking about yeah. it what happened, what went down at the Oscars. The world is a abuzz it's, uh, with memes and opinions. How about it? I got to say. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Chris Rock was making fun of that bald-headed bitch in front of everybody at the Oscars. Will. <laughs> it was a pretty ballsy joke there. Started making fun of somebody's bald-headed wife yeah. right in front of him. Yeah. I like that. After he got attacked by Will Smith, mm-hmm. he responded, it's a G.I. Jane joke, man. Yeah, I got to say, I haven't uh, watched uh, his, his the rest of his acts. I've only seen this shit mm-hmm. going on in gift form. But uh, mm-hmm. Bruce Valanche, you got to punch up those references, man. Uh, G.I. Jane, not very timely. It's, it's not very good. You, know, you got to gotta give these presenters something funny, better to though. work with. I mean, uh, Should have just been like, Will Smith, your your wife's a bald ass bitch. Yeah. Anyways, this is it would have been funny this is a, too. It's a good joke right there. I think is what's going on. But uh, yeah. What a weirdo. He, he reacted that way. What a weirdo. Because his wife got mad at him when he laughed at the joke. So, must have been a good joke then. GI Jane too. is funny. That, you have to be a bald headed bitch to be in that yeah. movie. We saw the very, very public meltdown. Oh yeah, I've got to of say the this is, last bit of sanity that that man uh, had. Tom Cruise jumping on Oprah's couch moment. I think what's going on here? Uh, now he, like. The Church of Scientology scrambling to try and uh, turn this one around, probably. Apparently they tried to kick him out after it happened and he just told them no? Oh, yeah, rightly, rightly so. It seems like uh, if you slap somebody... A bunch of, the of liberal show, pussies yeah. couldn't get Will Smith out of their award show. Uh, we get, he's a very tall black man. How I are we getting him t- out of here? I thought we told him to leave. But, uh, yeah, I told him, but he said no. Unfortunately, Uncle Phil passed away earlier yeah. in the year because he's the only guy Will would listen to, right. I think, probably. He could got him out of there i turned to my wife because my wife i turned it on right before the whole slap thing happened sure so we watched it around the world happen live and Mm, yeah boy was it just incredibly awkward i'll bet and uh you know you often see people fighting fist fighting yeah at award shows once he won the oscar i said the only thing that can make this okay if he goes up there and gives that, then why don't he love me or why don't he want <laughs> sure, me? Speech sure, that he gives Uncle Phil. Unfortunately, he just rambled about how he's a vessel of love for God. In yeah, Zenu. It's fucking whatever. weird, man. He's fucking, He's a psychopath. He's in a cult. He's a respect. Ra- he's from. He's in a weird fucking cult. Rock Sookson, Yeah, he's a or fucking wherever Rock the fuck that Gallagher. I mean, Chris Rock's from. lucky he didn't get a space slug puked into his mouth. He Theosophy. sure is. Slap man. in the face. That's it's getting off up. easy. Fucked up. Fucked up. At Judgment Day is when we go to the internet, uh, the online. We see what the people out there, the the real people out there. Not the space slugs. Not the space slugs. uh, What they have to say about the film that we've been watching. I found a couple of one Ninja Star reviews. I found a couple of five Ninja Star reviews. I'm going to read them. We're going to digest them. We're going to see how we felt about this movie. And then we're going to wrap this uh, little podcast up. Back in it. We got back in it. We remembered how to do it, I think. Yeah. I think uh, we've seen the finish line now. Yeah. I didn't know if we'd be able to figure out how to do it again, but it's looking good. It's looking good. I knew we had it in us. This first to uh, start review is from an IMDb user named O C T. Like October? Jgrass October or something? I guess. J- Over-the-counter titty. Boulder yes. holder. Nice. Jaygrass says, Worst movie I have ever seen. Whoa. Nothing redeeming about this film. Nothing? Costume design. Almost every man wore a gray suit. Sound effects. Gunshots sounded like firecrackers. Hmm. Acting. They should have gone to acting classes. Director. The writer and actors should sue him. Wow. Not worth the time to go on. But needs six more lines. Nothing redeeming about this film. Costume design. Almost every man wore a gray suit. Sound effects. Gunshots sounded like. He just didn't have enough lines in his review to post oh, it. Oh, so he now just. repeating himself. He's repeating, he's himself repeating it? He repeats everything all the way confused. through. What he a repeats, weirdo. I'm not even going to keep reading it because he, he just repeats everything like three more times in order to get enough ham. Yeah. You're fucking sure. This is what I'm picking and choosing from, because there's not a lot of people out there talking shit about uh, did The he not on the internet. Is it did it he not crazy? listen to the score? You want one redeeming quality? Yeah, how about those sweet heavy metal some songs? Sweet some sweet score some work score in this film, as well, too. Some original music. I found, found one shit. more person who was not happy with The Hidden when they watched it. This I'll listen. A, one Ninja Star review from Letterboxd user Markella. Mm. Markella. They started off by saying, Foam Green, the movie. I don't know what that means, but <clears throat> go on and see if they explain. All right. I can understand the high ratings with the guns and cars, real buildings and places, sets, and dirty side streets and all. Personally, I enjoyed the storefronts myself. Okay. But Dreamcatcher did it better. Oh. And that's the woof-woof that pees on Freddy's grave in A Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Who could forget that face? That's not the same dog, is it? One Ninja Star from Letterboxd user... Markella, who, uh, says it's the same woof woof from uh I don't know, Street four. That's a Rennie Harlan dream. Dream Master. It is indeed, so I don't know. I don't know. Huh. I don't I I don't think they got the That's same it, dog. How could you get not, the same dog. dog? This is a That's a big get. Matt, I got a couple of five. There's a lot more five Ninja star reviews out there. A lot, okay. of, a lot of fans of the hidden on the internet right here. Uh this first one I got right here is a, ooh, looks like pretty wordy, uh, 5 ninja star review from IMDb user Nate Watches Cool Movies. Which I think, I think, we think we've used It's kind of cheap if you used, used two of your own reviews. Yeah, I think that, I think that you used this get this one before. and you're one you're later. You're always accusing me that this is my account. It is not my IMDb huh. account. My you're account. always talking about the cool movies you IMDb watch. I'm just Mr. doing Toilet a little man. math. On IMDb is Mr. Toilet Man. Look me up. Oh. Uh, do, you, do you eat and drink the pee-pees? and yeah, pee-pee Huh. He says the hidden is the kind of flick that makes you sit back, sink a little deeper into the couch, take a long swig of lager, and nostalgically murmur they don't make them like they used to. Maybe I was just born in the wrong era, but the 80s and 90s just seemed to hurl forth so many winners. It's not wrong. Unbridled genre bliss that only got better with age. Worth to revisit every time. The effects were practical. The stories were told with love, mm. care, and inspiration. And the action was real, hard-hitting, and built to last. Mm-hmm. This one opens with what can literally only be described as a cinematic version of Rockstar's Grand Theft Auto. This guy yeah, agrees sure agree. with That's you. This Nate guy we has said a lot of things you said during the podcast. Determined man, rob a bank, obliterate several police officers with a big honkin' shotgun, steal a Ferrari, drive said Ferrari through a busy park, smoke a dude in a wheelchair at over a hundred clicks, yeah. lead the entire police force on an apocalyptic highway chase, and cheerfully get ventilated in a hailstorm of bullets upon careening through their barricade. Case closed. Right? Not no. for a mysterious FBI agent who arrives out of nowhere and commandeers the case from the leading detectives. <clears throat> Mick Loughlin knows something the force doesn't, let alone would ever believe there's an alien running around inhabiting human bodies a la Body Snatchers and going on hedonistic tirades of mm. the worst possible behavior. Hence the shotgun tantrum in the opener. How does he know this, you ask? because he himself is an alien in a Kyle suit, Mm -hmm. intrepidly pursuing the other one from a distant galaxy to halt its destructive shenanigans forever. Mm. It's a premise that could have opened the door to all sorts of ooey-gooey creature effects, but the film minimizes on those, choosing a few key moments to show the slime, and focuses mainly on glass-shattering, guns-blazing action, a neat recipe of three-parts action with a tablespoon of yuck, if you will. Yeah... Nick is still very young at the time, anchors his performance with emotional heft. No, he doesn't. Mm-mm. It's a fucking stone-faced cool thing. Amusing aloofness and the necessary grit that can be found in his iconic portrayal of Agent Dale Cooper on Twin Peaks. Yeah. I was reminded more than a few times of that character while watching him in this. It's because he plays the same character in every movie. No. Oh. As the extraterrestrial nutjob moves from host to host, blowing everything up and leaving a trail of massacred people in its wake, the two of them race every turn to catch up, and it's Nuri who finds the seething anger one must get watching an outsider roll up and stop all over someone else's territory. The alien isn't interested in world domination, resources, or assimilation. It just wants to fuck shit up. Sure does. Have a good time, man. Pretty cool. Blasting rock and roll music, gorging itself on steak dinners, stealing every Ferrari he can get his hands on, and raiding the police evidence room for all kinds of heavy artillery. Hell yeah. This thing doesn't slow down for a second. Nope. This is the only film I know that paints off-earth visitors quite like this, just as a gleeful, anarchic, adrenaline-junkie asshole. And I admire the brutal honesty, because mm. I know quite a few morons who would probably engage in the exact same behavior should they ever find themselves incognito and without consequences on an unassuming faraway planet. True that. This guy rolls deep with a crew of fucking badasses. You can tell. You can it's fucking f- tell. They bet they got a cool name for their posse oh, it's totally fucking pussy posse too hell yeah this one is pure screaming fun the whole way through and should be every bit as iconic as other sci-fi tales that are remembered more prolifically watch for the tiniest danny trejo cameo playing guess what a prison inmate <gasps> five ninja stars from am user nate watches cool movies mm. Mm. <sighs> makes a lot of good points man i think it's there's not better points than whatever those gibberish uh not wrong one ninja star reviews we did for One more right here. Five ninja stars from IMDb user Scully4Crimson. Hmm. Scully4Crimson. Who says? (laughs) Yeah. I have seen millions of movies. Whoa. Good ones, great ones, bad ones. Mm. Utterly, unbearably terrible ones. Whoa. But there are none that I have such high regard for as this. The Hidden. Okay. Okay. I love it. And no movie. No. Not even Sleepy Hollow. Stops it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it gives one such a feeling of satisfaction unparalleled. Oh. It has a great story. One may think there are some holes in it, but if carefully observed, one finds that there are never were any holes after all. Oh. It's hilarious. It's sad. It's action-packed. It's fun. Yes. Cars are great. The music is 80s heavy metal. That is to the liking of the listener. The acting is superb. Yes, it's just the most fun I've had with my pants on. And every time I watch it, I get a different emotion at the end: elation, sadness, excitement, etc. The action is often and well spaced and Each timed. The action isn't too much, nor is it too little. It just enough. Whoa! Very little sex slash th- sex slash sleaze. Thank goodness. Most satisfying in all respects. <laughs> Highly recommended Five Ninja Stars from my user, Scully4Crimson. Well, that does it for uh, all the uh, online reviews there. There's nothing left to do, but hear what you got to say, man. Your final thoughts and your Ninja Star rating for The Hidden. Nate? Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. I like this movie. Oh, that's so good to hear. I liked this movie a lot. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. It had a pair of fake titties. On the wall, yeah, I guess that's true. If they were real titties, Mm -hmm. four star or four ninja stars, okay, they are not. Mm, Yeah, that's a shame. Three and a half ninja stars. (sighs) Yeah, (laughs) the hidden, the hidden. You make good points. All, all good points here. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> I gotta say, I love this fucking movie, man. I love it. it was the good. The first time I saw it, held up the second time I watched, uh, not a perfect movie. No. Got a, there's a huge chunk of this where there's a stripper as one of the main characters, and you just see her nips Threw briefly a shirt. through a shirt, through a see-through shirt. Gotta take off a fucking ninja star for that for fucking sure. Yep. But other than that, this movie fucks. This movie fucks hard. I'm all the way up at four ninja stars for this nice. one. The Hidden from 1987. Highly recommended from yeah. uh, this side of the baby envelope table right here. It's a good movie right here in the fucking studio. Check it out. You can watch it on the internets. Yeah, you can rent it. You should. You should give him, give John Shoulder some money, man. Yeah, fucking pay him on the back end. This guy's putting in the work for you. For you, the people. Matt, that's it for uh, that forever. Where the sci fides of March. Uh, oh, for, yeah, we Started strong yeah. and ended strong with a whole lot of Absolutely. nothing in the middle. There, we can't yeah. can't keep talking about sci fi movies forever. Even though no. I know Tom Rock is very upset that we did yeah. not address the whole Stargate uh, elephant in the room right there. <sighs> Already getting some angry fucking uh, DMs yeah. from that guy over this shit. I don't know. Hopefully, he'll get over it. We didn't even get a chance to go off into how much we hate yeah, Stargate that's true. Atlantis. That's true. Uh, I would have liked to have watched Stargate again because I remember it as being boring and I think yeah. I would have had a lot of bad things to say about mm. it that would have made him very mad. But alas, maybe sometime you in the guess, future there. You want to guess at one of those things just to try to piss him off real quick? Uh, like, what, like Ninja Star rating we'd probably give? Or uh, just Stargate? like a point like mm. that you would hate. Oh, um... Like, mm. Hey, I really hate this about that movie, probably. Yeah, I think I remember there being a weird little androgynous... Alien kid, that movie that I may be very uncomfortable with. I was going to say. have liked to have seen that kid a lot, I bet. Pick on the it, yeah. crazy, weird Egyptian alien Don't kid. Like little kid actors, there that's for sure. Yeah, unless it's the little girl from The Hidden. <sighs> April showers, they say. Bring yeah. flowers. Mm-hmm. It's been raining been raining for days, but we're not going to let this rain get us down, mm-hmm. Matt, because April is becoming a b- entire month of celebration, oh. is what we're doing here. Oh. Got another big event going on. What's that? we got a bunch of big, big movie anniversaries coming up this month. Hollywood All anniversaries? Month long, we're going to be doing April anniversaries, movies <sharp inhale> that have got big-ass birthdays going on. Wow. Starting off next week. We're 40, doing Godfather again. 40th anniversary. Oh, no. We're not watching The Godfather again. Okay. Godfather 2 is... No. 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 1982's Silent Rage? Yeah, Silent Rage. AKA the movie where Chuck Norris fights a Frankenstein. Fucking (sighs) checking that shit out on its 40th birthday. How about that? Get ready. It's a whole fucking new deal right here on the podcast. Fucking baby oil and blow. Stay Stay single. It's a long road
2: when you're They tear your dreams